You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums. You must hear before you die. For this episode, we'll be talking about Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic. In the room, I have Anne. Hey. And on the line, I have Rob. Oh, hello. Ben. A yow. John. Yep. And Jackson. <laughs> Toys in the Attic is the third studio album by American rock band Aerosmith, released April 8th, 1975 by Columbia Records. The producer was Jack Douglas, and the genre is hard rock and blues rock. And I'm going to read from the book, Tim Sheridan. Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath may have blazed the trail for hard rock, but with their third album, Aerosmith sprang forth as the progenitors of, quote, cock rock, a subgenre that reveled in sex, drugs, and double entendre to the level that made Led Zepp's The Lemon Song sound like something from the church hymnal. It also won the band an international audience. After several years pounding the circuit as a support act, the Boston-based unit landed a contract with Columbia after playing... Max's Kansas City with punk godfathers did New York Dolls. However, their first two albums failed to make an impression as the band struggled to define themselves amid unflattering comparisons to the Rolling Stones. With Jack Douglas in charge of the console, they entered the studio for what now surely was make-or-break effort. From the outset, it is clear that the band knew what was at stake. With a sizzling hi-hat crash, crunching riff, and growling chant, the title track pounces on the listener with a mixture of imagination and sheer insanity. The more laid-back Uncle Salty is no less brazen, detailing a sleazy tale of whores, pimps, and dealers, but it is walked this way in sweet emotion with their funk-flavored grooves, uh, and insistent guitar work, and thinly-veiled references to any number of illicit activities that established the band's modus operandi and cemented their place in rock history. Toys reached number 11 in the United States, and even brought about the re-release of Dream On, a single from their first album that had floundered just two years earlier. The single became their second top ten hit. All right, what do we think of Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic, Cock Rock? Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think? It, man, it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I have some of my notes on a couple songs. Meh? <laughs> That's a, It's like... I don't love it and I don't hate it. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably more on the don't loving it side, but. <laughs> this sure is an Aerosmith record. It is. Yeah, man. It absolutely is. <laughs> like my big problem with this is all of the really good British bands that we've covered thus far. And even, even at, like a few weeks ago doing uh Led Zeppelin and like thus far on the American side for the seventies, I think we have this and fucking bad company. 
Are you talking about Cockrock? Because we've got like the Dictators. No, I'm, I'm talking like what should be like the classic hard rock oh. of the time. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's just like, what do you do in the United States of America? <laughs> like, <laughs> do we not have anything relevant. better? <laughs> I mean, we're working on punk. I yeah, guess. we're working on punk. <laughs> good, good point, man. Uh, as I said before, Adam Zappel is on every single one of your guys' teams. Like <laughs> this song, fucking sucks. And I, I hate had, it. <laughs> I so had bad. never noticed Steven Steven Tyler's lyrics before, and I wish I could. Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. They're not good. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think they were like. At this point, like very, very, very high all the time. Oh, like, yeah. to, like they were in problem territory at the at the time when this thing hit. So it doesn't surprise me that the lyrics are terrible. But fuck this, this specifically this song like is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it offends me. Uh, you don't gosh. like your Bible stories in your hard rock. <laughs> I, I mean, and your dick jokes. I, I'm. I'm <laughs> there's a lot not uh, to like the, yeah <laughs> not, all of it there's plenty not to like <laughs> tell you what though i cannot say a bad word about sweet emotion no it's beautiful no, no, i good, good, love that song I, crucial triangle all right yeah i could say it's it's definitely a highlight for me it still suffers from the lyricism really is you know and catch me because the rabbit done died yeah <laughs> uh, I, I found out what that meant it blew my mind <laughs> what do you mean John? please tell us all right <laughs> science corner for steven tyler all right so this is a band in the 70s talking about uh sweet emotion which people say is about a fight between i guess some wives or girlfriends um but this this line about the rabbit done died is before there were like you know uh, pee on uh, uh, pregnancy tests. What they would do is they would take uh, urine samples from a woman and inject oh, them yeah. into a, uh, a rabbit, and then they would check the follicular development to see. So it's, it's the same test right now with HCG hormone. But basically, what they would do is they would inject it into a rabbit, and then they would have to do a, a, a whatever the word is not an autopsy, but you know what they use on animals. Uh, so they had to kill the rabbit to find out whether or not you were pregnant. So can't what? catch me because the that's rabbit done died. About? Means <laughs> the girl is pregnant. I'm out. <laughs> Tin roof. Wow. Rusty. That just, that that just elevated the song for me. That, that's, yeah. Wow. That's how amazing. Really? How clever. <laughs> what? Like, what? What just happened in the last 30 seconds? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. There was a lot Stay going with on us. there. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't yet, uh, if you want to see something really poorly written, uh, you should look at uh, Aerosmith's Wikipedia page. Oh, 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 yeah, I know. not so good, Al. It, it said it, like it, doing your nuts off, and, and then like you oh, hover. Yeah, it's, it's like a sexual by this point, Aerosmith had matured as a band, and Steven Tyler made getting his bone on the primary yes, focus. That's for the right. not doing your nuts <laughs> off, getting his bone on. Like, and, like no, no, and he was getting his, getting his nuts off too. Is, is, is a clickable link, which just takes you to the Wikipedia <laughs> page for intercourse. sex yeah. for human <laughs> sex. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like. Did somebody from the podcast like edit this in the last twenty minutes? Oh <laughs> like, my! Why is God. this on here? The, the, the whole thing's rough. Oof! 
Yeah, that Man. was the worst part. But you know what's not rough? A little album I like to call Permanent Vacation. <laughs> Why are you holding a copy of Permanent Vacation? Because I didn't have a copy of Toys in the Attic. And I'm, I'm just looking at the back of it, and I'm seeing that we have... Uh, uh, what do we have here? Dude looks like a, a lady. Doll. No. Got, okay. Like a lady. We're not talking about We've that album. We've got uh, Angel. We'll talk Angel. about that album. We'll talk about that album when we get to it. Will we Is cover it actually going to happen, Birch? No, Are we actually going to get this album? <laughs> <laughs> then no, I will talk about it now, thank you, during our Aerosmith quarter. You can't do this. <laughs> so this all album, of you hostage. This album has two big hits on it, right? You got Walk yeah. This Way, yep. sweet Not emotion. Run DMC, and Sweet, sweet Emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, those are good songs, right? I mean, maybe not lyrically, but musically, they're interesting. Yeah. You got to give them that. Yeah, I like, I think the music's really solid. Walk This Way has got that crunchy guitar and it's got the, it's like funky. It really introduced something and sweet emotion at the same time. I have nothing to, I have nothing but praise on that sort of the, the band and how tight they are, but it, the, the lyrics do suffer. Also, his voice is pretty cool. I mean, he's got a very uh, Rod Stewart-esque yeah. sneer going on sure um what was uh what ended side one what started side two is side sweet emotion two side two? sweet emotion yeah. is the first track on side mm-hmm. two yeah yep. okay, that makes sense they follow the rule it they ends with big 10 inch which yeah. what a fucking oh, record song man that was a real bummer <laughs> that's a real real rough one it's, it's a, a cover, cover. It's a cover too, yeah. do you know matter. where they heard that song originally no where dr demento <laughs> So like, there's this part of me that wants to like who these people are, you know, like they're taking breaks in the studio to go see young Frankenstein. They're listening to Dr. Demento and being like, dick jokes are hilarious, you know? So like there's parts where it's like, okay, there's these boys from Boston, like maybe there's a, a, a kernel of goodness to them, but it's just when they put it down, it's, it doesn't have the, uh, I don't know. It doesn't have any real, real, content to it it's just all dick and not in like an interesting way I couldn't remember if it was uh, Jimmy Page or Steven Tyler who uh, put a 16-year-old girl under his uh, guardianship. It was definitely Steven Tyler, and it was in 1975. It was during this time that uh, Tyler persuaded the parents of 16-year-old groupie Julia Holcomb to sign over guardianship to him so that she could come live with him in Boston. They dated and took drugs together for three years. Gross. So th- this is uh, th- he's this entire band is Boston nope. trash writing less than amazing like Zeppelin Stones hybrid ripoff garbage. It, it's it's a it's it, there's two good songs on the record. The, everything else is kind of crap. No, and they're awful people. There's another good song. Well, I think there's a couple more good songs. The other like good song. Other songs. <laughs> what? I said I like a couple other songs. Yeah, I liked Round and Round. 
kind of. That sounds heavy. Wrapped. It's so heavy. Yeah, that's why I liked it's, it. It's, it. I was yeah. like, finally, this feels like maybe there's a cock present. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I felt like Round and Round was a little more, is very much a Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's, I fucking love yeah. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't off. really like Aerosmith. <laughs> so. But I like, I like Rats Round and Round. It's no more. It's not the same Round and Round. No, it? it's a different Round and Round. Yeah, didn't like, it's I like the last song for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say the same thing, Jackson. I, I like you see me crying. It's I like kind of an epic pia- rocker. I like the piano aspect. I, I like the uh the ballad aspect, but as soon as his lyrics kick in, it fucking turns into dog shit. You just gotta tune them out to uh, sometimes. I, guess. <laughs> I shouldn't have to tune anything. You shouldn't out. have to. <laughs> but yet, yet, yet here we are today. This isn't me. This isn't me separating cilantro off of my taco with my mouth to try to hit the different taste buds so I don't taste soap through the whole thing. I should be able to just listen to something and enjoy it on its own merits. Yeah. Especially Fair he's enough. the fucking lead singer. He's supposed to be like the the person writing the very cool things, you know, mm-hmm. like making the story. And yeah. Well, he, he said something it, about how he just made mouth sounds and then like invented words, right? Wasn't that on It's a giant thing? mouth, so yeah. 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 He he may have been inventing a lot. Which is also Isn't that something what Brian Eno did. Brian Eno did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so same, maybe it man. was just a very popular <laughs> 70s thing. <laughs> Another green world this is. I, I see that we've skipped a uh, big nope. 10 inch. <laughs> man, I don't know about you guys, but I can't hear the intro to Sweet Emotion without seeing that yellow GTO cruise into the high school parking lot at the beginning of Dazed and Confused. And the funny really? part about it, Steven Tyler is actually in that GTO trying to pick up Strange. It's uh... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I don't know if Richard Linklater put that in. <laughs> historic footage. <laughs> they just happened to be filming that day. And are you drinking a tiki drink? Yes. Yeah. They're yeah, at a tiki bar, dude. Yeah. What yeah. do you guys have there? Well, we purchased a pitcher of margaritas yesterday, but we only finished half of it. So Ooh. it's watered down margarita with more tequila added to it. Sounds That's perfect. how you do that. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. delicious. <laughs> the water is tequila. <laughs> uh, I was going to say No More, No More, which is the next song that we'll get to. It re- reminded me so much of The Replacements. It had oh. to be an influence of The Replacements. See that? And, and all I wrote down for that one was that the chorus was very Aerosmith. Yeah, it, it reminded me of uh, uh, Janie's Got a Gun. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, like, like very Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith <laughs> like, reminds me of Aerosmith. <laughs> Can you yes, believe yes, it? Sometimes, sometimes more than others. <laughs> well, it's, there's, it's, a, there's a thing they do with like, their, their <laughs> harmony in the chorus. <laughs> like that thing. Like, I don't know who's singing back up to Steve. Maybe it's Joe Perry, but like the way their voices were like mingling when they're saying like, no more, no more. It just, I'm like, Oh, I hear Aerosmith do that. Like all the time. It, it makes sense. Cause it's the same dudes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, what's the backwards thing that's happening with the drum track there? Yeah. It's like a, maybe it's a reverse symbol, like a symbol getting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a symbol? It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a, Wild. It's, it's a reverse beat or symbol. Something backwards. Is this the first time? Let's also talk about talk box. I would love to talk about the talk box. Jackson, talk us through the talk box. Well, I mean, it's definitely, I think, one of the first times that that ever fucking happened. We haven't uh, definitely not come to Frampton Comes Alive yet, so. Will we? What is a talk box? So a talk box is a tube that goes next to a, a microphone if you're playing live, I guess. But otherwise, you can just talk into it. But you talk into the tube and then it gets processed. It goes through the tube and into a 
a processor that then matches it to your guitar, essentially. So whatever oh. notes you're playing on the guitar will be uh, mixed with your vocalizations. And you can do a thing where you, you if you were to tape it to a microphone right here and then talk, it part of your vocalizations would go into that and part of it would go into the mic. Hmm. But it bas- you can make the guitar talk. If yeah. that's so it. I can say like those things like over and over again. Tingle with electricity. I heard it's like licking a nine volt battery. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, I've seen people too. They, I mean, the tube fucking goes into like pretty far oh, yeah. into your mouth. I feel it's like, like it got a lot of pretty gnarly stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's uh the, those tubes are fucking gross looking. Yeah. If, if, it's if, a Fremen not... still suit for music. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen people uh, put the delicious the tube in their mouth um, and not not talk at not sing at all in a microphone and get a effect from just holding it in their mouth and vocalizing while they're playing guitar. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you can kind of it's like a, a like kazoo? kazoo. Yeah, it's like a kazoo. Mm. It's so, just a very advanced yeah. kazoo. Can I just is, is that is that like a separate instrument? Can I just be really good at the talk box? You would have to play something along with it. Oh, okay. Mm, not necessarily cuz uh vocalize. computer love and uh California love. But someone's all, also playing oh, someone doing the, the keyboard. keyboard. Yeah. But she, but yeah. she could just do it and somebody duo. else could play yeah. Half of a duo. Yeah. 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 Like Maybe Chromeo. you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> that punk. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, I was going to say uh, just a couple of uh, notes on this, the recording of this. Also, uh, no, More, no, no More is about to come on, so listen for this sort of uh, replacements here. Oh, okay, totally. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're oh, right. Fuck, yeah. That's an uh, answering machine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I still like answering machine better. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I found it very interesting because I forgot yeah, that's this song. So interesting. During this, the recording of this album, they were obviously doing a lot of drugs, and they said that they kind of took. They're like, we're not pro, you know. Later on, they're like, we're not pro, you know, telling uh, how great it was to do drugs. But drugs definitely fueled everything that we were doing at this time. They took. Co- uh, cocaine because it was like a stimulant and they were like it was like Ritalin to us so we could get all this energy and concentration <laughs> and then they would smoke weed to come down and that's where s- sweet emotion came from uh, they're working like 16 hour days six days a week uh, just like for a month just like trying to crank everything out sweet emotion actually came later in the recording process because the guys were they had kind of used up all their material and they said, Hey, does anybody have anything interesting new to try? And Joe Perry, I think stepped up and was like, yeah, check this out. And he didn't check hear out this th- iconic riff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that. Hey, is anybody having something interesting? Tries like, Hey man, try this pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to blow your mind. You don't want a part of this shit. <laughs> so uh, there was 480 hours put into this fucking record. I, yeah. <laughs> 480 it's a very hours. Solid record. It sounds, I mean, it's a yeah. totally professionally done it record. Is a record. I mean, it was their make or How break Aerosmith album too. <laughs> you know, <sighs> Yeah, it's yeah. a very Aerosmith chorus. You're right. I hope <laughs> really Julia is. Holcomb is getting some sort of residual royalties after being abandoned by her parents to Steven Tyler during this time. Lord, I'm that's just, horrible. Yeah, everyone's a monster in the '70s. Everyone's still a monster. Who knows? Yeah, I don't we're, we're all monsters. Well, um, not everyone's but, a monster. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> oh, no. my, my copy of uh, 
Exploiting children is definitely monstrous. A superior record. That is a terrible album cover. I wish that you were... It's just the Aerosmith logo on top of some clip art, right? Oh, it's so bad. So bad. I wish you were wearing a t-shirt that also had that on it. (laughs) I I like that the person at Goodwill decided that the 99-cent sticker really needed to be, like, put on multiple times just to... Just let them know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought this bit would be a lot funnier since no one has a copy of Toys in the Attic to, to bring. And I used to. I, I sold that hot potato. Oh, did you? <laughs> in? Oh, yeah. When the market was hot. I, I doubled my money on it. Spent 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, the cover's kind of... Vacation is also a terrible album title. Like That's the name up for like your stepdad's boat. Like not, <laughs> not a <rock> <laughs> Oh man, it's true. The that cover is the name of your stepdad's book. It's a pretty bad cover. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cute for yeah. an illustration, but for a hard rock band from Boston, <laughs> what? Wow. What are you guys doing? It's a what product of its time for sure. Yeah. Drugs, yeah. Birch, in so many ways. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. yeah, it's a Drugs. bear with a telescope looking at who knows what. And a bunch of other toys. It kind of it kind of has a, a like a style that's like a little bit at like our crumb or like a little bit like Fritz the Cat, you know. But yeah, it's not. It's it not looks cool. like the Hobbit <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, Ideally, yeah, it's, yeah. It's aiming at that Hobbit crew. Yeah, Hobbit crew. <laughs> uh, you hear that when Run DMC discovered this that sample from Walk This Way, they thought the name of the band was Toys in the Attic. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Toys in the Attic, they're all right. They got that cool beat. <laughs> I love I love the dinner party where they figured out that it was the wrong name, right? <laughs> I think it's when they were approached to do the, the, the redo with the piano. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I really don't want to talk more about this, but like I feel like we sort of have to. Is, is Steven Tyler's vocal on Walk This Way, is it sort of proto- Rappy? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was thinking the same thing yeah. uh, on my walk it, it earlier does today. Rhyme. <laughs> it has. I mean, because he's he's I mean he's singing he's singing, talking, you know, whatever. This is, you know, probably a year or two before anybody in New York City recorded anything that was kind of like that. I don't was, know what to I don't know what to think. He he yeah. writes very uh his lyrics always you know, seem to rhyme or have a very distinct beat. That's with, how you know them. it's a lyric. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. But I mean, like, <laughs> no, but like sometimes uh, more basic writing is like leans on rhyme. Or it's very to basic. Yeah. That it's lyrical, right? So. Makes sense in that context. <laughs> what is this yeah. nonsense in our cans right now? This is round and round. round and round. Not rat though. Yeah, my, my wife has thrown away a thousand better riffs than this because <laughs> well, she didn't sure. think it was good enough. Yeah. So fuck yeah. fuck this fuck this whole <laughs> record. Fuck fuck arrows. <laughs>
man. This is <laughs> this is hot garbage. Hot uh, garbage with two singles. Uh, I, I, I don't got, I don't get it. Uh, I got but two I, more I, things. I do know for Sorry. a fact that this is some. There is a whole lot of people that this is their favorite record, and I feel sorry for them. <laughs> Truly, <Aww. laughs> from the bottom of my heart, this is this is a whole lot of people's favorite record, and Wait, I do not get it. Do you know those people? No, Personally? I don't, and okay. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, chances are though they're probably Patriots fans. Yeah, yeah definitely. Whoa, yeah. sports! Ah, Aerosmith. <laughs> Wait, how, how do we say Aerosmith with the uh, Boston accent? Uh, be like Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah. Can't shant on. You can make that a bonus. Aerosmith. Duncan. Say Aerosmith. But as to rap, I mean, just no. Steven Tyler did not. No, that's what I want to clarify. No, cool, cool. I don't think anyone's saying that. Jackson. Jackson's hard ask him the hard questions. I, I, I'm, for that. I raised the question, is it is it is it proto? And the answer is no, because yeah. Cool Herc did this two years before 1975 or 76. Oh, thank you. Cool. So, cool. Excellent. I mean, yeah, I mean not, I'm not saying maybe not like maybe not on a, a record that was like top selling, but no, there were there were definitely folks not, out there. I'm not saying he's the yeah. first. I'm just saying it's probably worth mentioning that it is a performance yeah. that is Notable in the lead up to, right. yeah. and there's a reason yeah. why that song and that performance mixed with Run DMC and yeah. like whatever's early like, '80s. Yeah, Run yeah, DMC covered it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I don't, I, I don't like it any more than you do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're not saying anybody likes it or supports it. <laughs> Let's be clear. It just we all hate that. Just, it's the meter and like yeah, it's yeah, something that has to be discussed. Good. I got oh, two things. Uh, one is they were kind of experimenting in the studio during this album. And one of the experiments was they were called Jack and I set up 13 amps, mic them all and fed one guitar into all of them just to see if it would sound 13 times better than one amp. The answer is no. <laughs> if you had one good amp, it was better. It goes to 11. <laughs> uh, the, the other, uh, story I have is uh, while Aerosmith were planning the back in the saddle concert tour and recording the done with mirrors album during 1984, the radio DJ played the song uh, Tyler, who was suffering memory loss at the time uh, <laughs> from years of drug use, liked you see me crying so much. They suggested to the group uh, record a cover version only to be told by his bandmate, uh, Perry, it's us, fuckhead. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. So many drugs. Oh, man. So many drugs. He also thought that sound song sounded a lot like Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Aerosmith. Yeah. He totally recognized that, which is important. You guys remember that time that Homer fell on Aerosmith? Yeah. Homer what? Barney remembers. <laughs> When Homer fell on the Aerosmith? <laughs> when was that? What? Yep. Yeah, yeah. The Simpsons? No. No, I'm trying to. I've seen. Is it 2020 already? <laughs> is The Simpsons still a thing? Wing, am I? Still a thing, I think. Well, All right. Uh, are you we're going to go. We're going to go <laughs> around now. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Meh. Neutral. Yeah. For Ben. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I really like Sweet Emotion. And I think that Walk This Way. It's it's a it's a good single. It's also an influential song. It it sticks out. It deserves recognition. I like see me crying. I thought round and round was fine, but it also like 
meh, meh, meh to the rest of it and meh to Steven Tyler in general. I will, I will never buy this album. Um, like I, I agree with Ben sweet emotions. Good. Walk this way is good. Walk this way has cowbell and triangle together in a way that's not bad. So, you know, and they, there's a shit ton of good triangle playing on this album. So if you're a trianglist, like maybe this is for you, but it's just not enough for me. So neutral. And we're listening to Seed McCryan right now, and I'd, I'd just love to hear an Aerosmith cover of it. I think that they could really do it justice. <laughs> 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 you think, Rob? Sonny, what do you think? I have to say, I'm. this is hard. I'm like between meh and positive because <laughs> I do get it. This is very much a product of its time, I feel like. And the reason that it is like a bunch of guys almost probably all got literal guys favorite album is like, <laughs> because it, it just really reflects the time. I mean, thinking of like, you know, it's 19, so it's 1975. You've got, you know, the Rolling Stones are like, have definitely extended uh, what this album picks up on and, but they've already done it. Mm-hmm. Like, Aerosmith didn't need to do it, but obviously this is kind of what they were doing. And I feel like it works. They were definitely, later, they would obviously hit their stride in whatever way that is. I'm not that crazy about it either. Mm -hmm. But like, this is a sensible sort of first step for them in their career. I get it. I get it. A couple really good songs, but most of it is meh. Neutral. Yeah. Going with neutral. Yeah. I'm um I'm gonna follow you on that neutral train. Uh and honestly, I, I could go the rest of my days without here and walk this way again. That doesn't negate the fact that it's a a fine song. Um I think Sweet Emotion still still holds up, but ultimately like better bands are doing better versions of what Aerosmith was attempting to do with the majority of the songs that they were trying out with the exception of big 10 inch, which I think is, should just be thrown to the, uh, the, the wolves of history. That's a, it, it was a bad song there. before and it kind of sucks now. Oh, um, Rob, maybe, maybe you don't get it. It's a joke about a penis. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that changes oh. everything. oh my gosh. Oh, wait, this album's awesome. <laughs> Kid, it's He's a piece right of garbage. <laughs> be it, it should that i think that there's a good feasibility that aerosmith's best of might give me more than a neutral uh but i i doubt it i, I i'm going negative honestly um Fair. Th- th- this is bad for the most part bad music period and it, considering <laughs> 1975 and what america had to offer with harder rock and roll um the fact that this is like still held up as like some sort of like standard next to like what Zeppelin was doing at the same time. It, it blows my fucking mind. And it, 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 it makes me sad for America, honestly. <laughs> Lots of, and, and, and I don't need to feel more sad about America. Right <laughs> and that's my speech. Yeah. I feel like the story of the 13 amps is like a great example. Yeah, of like, that feels very. Like uh, these are, they were kids. They were <laughs> fucking high as fuck. They're just like, what are we going to do? We're like, we are into like the blues and like rocking hard, whatever that meant to them at the time. So I feel like given that they did an okay job and 
but it still is just kind of it's still I'm still neutral. Yeah, this yeah, is same, same this is not... 27 at this point. I mean, that's pretty yeah. young and pretty dumb still. Oh, definitely. Very dumb. They're from Boston. This album sorry, is Ann? not for me. It's not designed for me. I don't but I can't like care enough to hate it. <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't do any, you know, like it's I don't know. Sounds like we're all straight. It's a straight neutral across the board for everybody. No, I was a negative, you son of a oh, bitch. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't hear it. Uh, I hate it. I will say one thing. It's just no comparison to that other Aerosmith album. Yeah, I will say one thing. If this would have had sweet... Uh, um, angel? No, not I permanent vacation. <laughs> Uh, if this would have had the Dream On originally and they would have taken out Adam's Apple or Big Ten Inch, I would have gone positive, I think. Dream On is a, Dream On's a great song. Is a, a really very, song. very good yeah. song. And if it, that would have been at the end of side one and then start off with uh, Sweet Emotion, Walk This Way. Oh, and, damn, and, dude. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think I. So that just proves to me that it's not a negative for me at all because it's, th- th- it's close enough. And if one other awesome song was on there I would go for it but yeah I feel the same way everybody else does is heard it's cool for you know these young guys trying to branch out and make all this uh cool hard rock music but it's just not there I mean everybody else every other album that we've covered or been doing has hit me harder personally oh yeah dude black sabbath zeppelin slade like new york dolls like all that stuff has like I mean, just even in this year, Birch, like, go back, listen to the Dictators, go back, listen to the Dolls, and then put on the Aerosmith thing. Like, listen to them back to back and put on Aerosmith and just be like, why? (laughs) Because it's a giant shoulder shrug, like, Mm. compared to what was happening around it. Can I say one more thing? I'd love you to say. Is this the only Aerosmith? Have we talked about how it's not? There's another one. Okay, we'll talk about it later then. We can. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Jack Sparrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Jack Sparrow looks like He originated Stephen the Tyler. classic character Jack Sparrow. <laughs> he should be getting royalties. All right, next time we'll be talking about David Bowie, Young Americans. Thanks y'all. Yeah.